Thanks, Kristen, for the invitation. My name is Claudia. I'm a compulsive overeater, and I am committed to abstinence today, and I'm committed to the work, the work of this amazing program. And I'm so grateful because my life is transformed every day. And I used to say my life was transformed, but I've discovered that if I don't stay on it daily, my life gets transformed for the for the worse daily too. And um, I'm just so grateful to be on fire for recovery. I came to the program in 1995 and I wanted to die. I was very overweight. I had about, I was about 80 pounds heavier than I am now. And by the grace of this program and the help of so many people, sponsors, uh, just partners in recovery, meetings, my higher power, I celebrated 19 years of abstinence on the 18th of October. And it's just something I never thought it could happen. And even on that 19th uh, anniversary, I had challenges with my abstinence because I was at a meditation course where I was being served food. And uh, you sort of just accept what's given to you, but they knew that, you know, what my limitations were and people were helping me with my abstinence, but I had to have the humility to ask questions about some of the uh, dishes that were prepared and ask if they had my, my allergic ingredients and, and a couple of them did. So I abstained but I was so grateful to have that willingness because today I understand that if I put those substances into my body, I will change. And I probably, I mean, I don't know exactly what would happen and how fast it would happen, but I, you know, I don't even want to test it. And what I wanted to talk about today was step one. First, I wanted to welcome any newcomers, anyone that's returning to the program, anyone that's suffering. Um, I just want to say that I have found this program to work 100% of the time when I do it, you know, when I'm willing to do it, when I'm able to do it, when I'm open to do it. And my, my, you know, kind of like the, the biggest obstacle is my own ego, right? It's, it's my own closed mind. It's my, like the third step prayer says, it's, it's my, my own bondage, my bondage of self, right? So I wanted to, to talk about step one because I, I've been thinking about step one a little bit differently. Um, I was reading step one, you know, we admitted we were powerless over food, that our lives had become unmanageable. And then I, you know, I, I, I think about how I on my own, I'm powerless over food, 100%. Like if I try to do this by self-propulsion and with my own ideas, it's just I'm going to obtain the same result that I had 
you know, I came here, I started my first diet doctor when I was 12 years old. All of that time until I hit 28, when it was my, my bottom, um, I tried everything available that I could get my hands into, you know, financial resources, science, doctors, commercial things, uh, crazy ideas from my teenage friends, whatever it was. Thank you. Whatever it was, I tried and it didn't work. So when I reflect on, on this last 19 years and the fact that I am completely neutral with food, like I could not stop eating compulsively for two hours before I started the program. Every day, I swear to you guys, my number one priority was to lose weight. My number one goal for that day was to eat less, to eat sensibly, to eat in a way that I wouldn't gain weight for the next day or for the next week. Every single day by 10 a.m., I was already compulsively eating. And with the solution of the program, what's been given to me is a way in which I can abstain one day at a time. And if I am if I am really staying away from what causes that desire to eat more, I like to study both the, the OI literature. I love how the OI uh, 12 and 12 describes the first step. And I also love the big book, you know, for the, for the first step. And I like how it talks about the allergy, the phenomenon of craving, right? Once I put that food in my body, or in my case, I have some behaviors, you know, that take me to want to overeat, or I have some, like I call them states, you know, if I get into a state of being overtired, if I am like the halt, hungry, angry, lonely, tired, um, it's probably the hardest one for me. It, if it, it, it is, if I am too hungry or if I am too tired, I just want to eat. I just want to eat more. You know, I become like, like a monster with food, right? So what I learned is that I needed to abstain from those things. I needed to stay away from those things, my foods, my behaviors, and those states. I needed to just not do them, you know, abstain, move away from them. If I see them coming, I need to go in the other direction. I need to reach out for my higher power, for someone in program. I need to read literature. I need to go to a meeting. I need to do something that's going to give me a shield in between the substance, behavior, or state and myself. And that works really well with that physical part of my addiction, right? And then the other side that we, they talk about in the big book is about the obsession of the mind. If I let my mind take over, right, if I don't develop spiritually, whatever that means for each one of us, if I don't strengthen my spiritual condition, the obsession of the mind is going to drive me to the food. My mind is going to tell me lies and I am going to believe them, right? Whatever the lie is, whatever the excuse or justification for eating my compulsive foods, 
I'm going to believe my mind and I'm going to put them in my mouth and I'm going to go then into the phenomenon of craving and I'm going to have that binge or whatever it is, eating all day long. So when I was thinking about step one, lately what's happened to me is like when I read it, I read it this way. It's like together we admit it. Together all of us admitted that on our own we are powerless over food and that our lives had become unmanageable. But I know that if I follow the directions from the program and I use the tools and I'm not alone, I get that power, right? And that's the good news. In the second step, they tell me, you know, came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. And that sanity is what I get when I stay close to you guys, when I stay you know, doing my, once you work steps one through nine, steps 10, 11, and 12 come. If I stay on my steps 10, 11, and 12, and if I stay away from those foods, behaviors, or states that make my body, make every cell of my body want to eat, I am safe. I am neutral. I, I have ceased fighting, you know. And it's unbelievable because I never thought that this would be possible. And I love it because this solution works not only for food. As you know, there are hundreds of 12-step programs that deal with different substances and with different behaviors, and it works. But what I know today is I need those two conditions. You know, I cannot get near those things that, you know, I, I like to think of the Superman story and the kryptonite and thank you so much and the kryptonite and you know Superman was so strong right but if someone put you know a piece of kryptonite in front of him he would just you know start collapsing and he would pass out well it's the same thing with me so I just need to make sure that I need to identify what that kryptonite is because it's going to be different for different people I've discovered that certain smells, you know, one time my son gave me a candle and it had like a Christmas treat smell and I put it on my nightstand. I was like, oh, that was so sweet. My son gave me this candle. And that next day I started wanting food and I didn't know what it was. And I started trying to think, what, why do I have a desire to eat today, right? If I'm abstinent. And then I started praying. I was laying on my bed and I started saying, higher power, please help me. Please help me because I don't want to lose my abstinence. I don't, I don't want to want food. I want peace. I want neutrality. And just the whiff, the smell of the candle, I was made aware of it again. And I thought, oh my goodness, it's that candle. And I took the candle and I took it to the bathroom. And I moved it away from my nightstand where I was smelling it all night. And then the next day I was fine. That desire to eat went away. So I like to look at the first step that way because it just shows me what I need to do. I, I told you I, I've been abstinent for 19 years and I was away on that meditation course that lasted 10 days. I didn't have a phone or internet and I didn't have meetings. I didn't, um, when I was doing the course, they asked us to not use any other 
spiritual technique. So I kind of moved away from the 12 steps for 10 days. You guys, I came back crawling. On that day after I came back, I was like, I don't want to go to the meeting. I hate my life. You know, it's like, why is my husband acting like such a jerk? And then I, I realized that it was the disease. It was my mind going into the self-pity, going into the control, you know, that we learn about in the fourth step, that we want life our way. Um, and I thought, Claudia, you get to a meeting now. So I went and you make sure that you open that camera and you make sure that you be of service in the meeting. When you go in, you're going to ask, how can I be of service? You guys, I just started applying the simple solution that I was given on day one by that was very early in the morning. By 10 a.m., I was feeling great again. I was again in touch with you guys, with my fellow compulsive eaters, because that's what I need. I need intensive work with other compulsive overeaters, and I need to stay away from those substances, behaviors, or states. And if I continue with the work of the steps, because that's another thing for the obsession of the mind, the obsession and the promises come after the ninth step. If I work those steps, up to the ninth step and then stay on 10, 11, 12. And, you know, they talk about the program waltz. They, they say, don't do the program waltz. One, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, three, steps one, two, three, you know, because it doesn't work. But what I have found is I can do the program waltz, but it has to be steps 10, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12, 10, 11, 12, every single day. That has worked for me. Of course, together with my abstinence, watching that food, because at this meditation course and, and this finished, I think it was on the, I think it, it finished like a week ago, but this meditation course was so spiritual, but they like to put stuff that is allergic for me or alcoholic for me in the tea. You know, if I had not, if I had drank that tea, you know, it's just because I am a compulsive eater and I have that reaction in my body. So I have to make sure that both those pieces, you know, the piece of the abstinence and the piece of the steps, the spiritual awakening be in place, right? Aligned with what the instructions of the program are with the tools that the, this program gives me, those wonderful tools that change me at a spiritual level. Every tool, the phone calls, the food plan, the sponsoring, those tools are not just chores to do. They change me spiritually. They give me humility. They give me courage. Thank you so much. And with this, I will close. I thank you so much for being here. And yeah, I, I'd love to hear shares on step one or whatever you'd like to share. Thank you.